Spit to the beat. Pop, 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 yes. oh. It's all about inside the music industry. Industry. Nobody do it better. And welcome to Spit to the Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, a.k.a. Beat Unstoppable Purrier. And we are back in the studio once again. Now, this time we are back for part two with Miss Lashana Purrier in the studio with me. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome, welcome. What's up, man? I know last time we was in the studio, we talked about the evolution of hip-hop. Right, right, right. But today, we're going to talk about what you specifically has going on where do we start so is it that much well i got a lot going on i must say um the main thing for me is um, my new show that i'm working on um just so people know where i'm going with this is you know i had a memphis burlesque show a few years back and so i've been writing 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 uh, music uh, and and I was going to bring out a show called Ear Therapy, and that'll be coming later. But I decided to do another um, Memphis Burlesque, uh, a Winter Euphoria. So it's going to be around Christmas time. So just working on that show and writing for that show and just writing. And so if I find something that I really love and I say, okay, this is going to my show, but I'm just writing, writing, writing. So Memphis Burlesque. Is it burlesque like people may have think it may be, like a little more striptease, or what's the what's the style of it? So this is more of a modern day kind of, it's not a striptease, because when you think of a Memphis burlesque, um, it's really, really sexy. Um, my choreographer um, danced to Chanel. She knows me, and we work really, really well together. So she knows what I like. I'm super dramatic, but it is not a strip tease. Of course, it is sexy. And I don't want people to think sexy is sex. It's not. It's getting in touch with that femininity and um, just expressing yourself as an individual. Um, but it will be sexy of tire. And they they may wear thongs, but it, they're, it's very classy uh, with tights, with, with um, you know, just, just super, super classy not anything that is vulgar and no nudity at all okay let, let's talk about the first uh memphis burlesque as touch on it a little bit tell the audience um what the process with that show how did it come about where was where was it uh how did you feel about putting on your first burlesque type show so i always been a dancer right taught dance did all of that I just came out of dancing and just wanted to do something different. So I started steering toward the theater type um, thing. And that happened. And I know this sounds kind of cliche-ish, but um, discovered that I love theater more than I thought I did in church. So um came out of church and then just wanted to do some things on my own. And again, I'm a, I'm a choreographer by heart. Uh, that's who I am in in originally. So um was sitting down and I it really uh came to me when I was watching the burlesque show. And I was like, man, it's just so so super cool that I love that. And uh didn't think any more about it. 
And I get epiphanies in the shower and all these kind of things. And so I was like, you need to do a Memphis burlesque. And I was like, ooh, that'll be kind of dope. And so who I am as an artist, I am. I, I consider myself creative. Um, I love the glitz and the glam. So I wanted to bring who I am as an artist and choreographer to the stage. And um, I end up writing my own music for the show because... You know, I love music and, and going out and when I was doing my research uh, to use somebody else's r- music, it was so expensive. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And of course, you know, I was like, I, ain't, I don't have that kind of money. So I was like, I can do that. I can write. And, and, and that's how the desire of writing, especially music, originate originally started. Because I just refuse to pay somebody else to use their music. And, you know, I'm going to do the right thing, but I'm not going to use somebody else's music and not pay them. So I was like, nah, I'm going to write my own music. So Memphis Burlesque came. It was an amazing show. It was uh, at Minglewood um, that I've always had a dream to have a, a beautiful show at Minglewood. And um, it, we had about 250, 300 people there. And it was it was absolutely amazing. Yep. Was there a part two to this first show? Uh, did the people request a, a second show? Uh, well, they did. They they requested a second show, and uh, we did it again um, like a couple of months later, right? Uh, it, it it was good, but that first crowd uh, was, was amazing. It was super dope uh, working with uh, Susan, the lady who used to manage there. She was uh, a great help, but it, it, it was really, really good. So we came back and did it. Uh, a couple of months after that. So it's been a minute since I've been out. COVID happened and then just kind of dropped out. Um, but I'm ready to come back and come at it sw- full swing. I see that Drummer Queen is coming back full force now with a new logo and everything like that. Yeah. It's pretty tight. So I, I like that. So what made you re redesign everything? I mean, I know, we, like you said, we came out of covid so is this a new direction? Yeah, I just kind of want to rebrand um, who I am. The original logo was myself, a uh, silhouette of myself. Um, but I just kind of wanted to rebrand. Uh, I'm older. Uh, I, I like to be, you know, that sleek, classy, sexy kind of feel, look. So I wanted to just kind of rebrand. So when I'm coming back out, I, I need people to know me as as me, but a different me. So I'm just kind of rebranding who I am. I will always be Drum Queen, but it's just a rebranding for me. Yep. That's great. That's awesome. So now, got the show coming up. Right. This year, 2023. Yep. And the name of it again? Is Memphis Burlesque a winter Euphoria. And what can the people expect with this show versus the past shows? Well, um, it, it'll be uh, similar, but not exactly. So I'm going to take you, I'm super dramatic. So the dramatics, the, the drama is most definitely going to be there because that's how I got my name. Um, so I'm going to take you into this winter um and when you when I say you winter euphoria, I'm talking about more like northern lights kind of thing. So okay. winter feel, but with the northern kind of lights, and um, the the dancers are going to be absolutely beautiful as normal, but it is going to bring take you into 
more or less like um, out in the mountains kind of feel mm. and then an outer space kind of feel. So that's what you're supposed to feel because I'm going to bring you into a whole nother world. I want you to forget about everything that happened prior to if you got problems or whatever, but I want to take you into my world where you can see something magical and something extraordinary and, and fantasy and, and all of that kind How of stuff. How did the concept of mountain <laughs> And out of space come you're in your creativity. Well, that's totally different. So because I'm bringing you into another world and I don't yeah. want you to think, think that it is because of the white mountains. You, when you think of winter, you think of you know, yeah, mountains. Yes. that kind yeah. of thing, but more of a, not like a futuristic kind of thing, but kind of futuristic, okay. just something you've never experienced before. So I don't want to give a whole lot of details away, but it's going to start off uh, just just feeling really kind of weird, eerie and and uh, then it'll end up sexy. And so, yeah. So coming in this uh, this winter. Yeah. Uh, we're looking what month or I mean, what's the schedule? So right now date? we're looking at potentially December the 21st. Um, most of the time people are off work the week of Christmas. And so tickets are going to go on sale in August, but it's going to be on a Thursday night. Um, because I and, and I just felt like uh, I work with a lot of people that they work the same schedule as I do on the weekends. And it's just hard for them to get off. And I have a major support system. Um that comes out and support me. But most people are off on Thursday nights through the week uh, of Christmas. Uh, they take off. So I thought that that would be a great idea just to get out, you know, instead of waiting to the weekend, let's do something in the, you know, through the week. So that's what we came up with. Yeah. I think they will enjoy that uh, through yeah. the week on a, on a Thursday night. That That's be great. Yeah. Awesome. Now, did you, have, you has talked about it, Earlier in our conversation, mm -hmm. you talked about your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, writing your own songs and stuff like that, not using anybody else. Right. So that is real cool. So tell us a little bit about the music that you brought that we're going to get a little sample of. So I I work with different artists, right? And um, one artist in particular, her name is Rhea Barker, and she's in Nashville. She is phenomenal. Uh, this chick has a range um, – she can sing a rock song and give you absolutely cheers. And so when I met her, she did, uh, I did um, Winter Fairies Find um, a New Faith. And I met her in Nashville when I did that show. And so we've continued uh, an amazing relationship. And so I, I wrote the song, and I'm not a singer, uh, but I, um, I wrote this song and asked her to, to do this song. And of course she did it. So she is one of the artists. Uh, I, I work with Danielle Hill, who she and I, we collab on a lot of things and, and she does a lot of background for me, but you'll, you'll hear more of me on this show. Um, Rhea Barker is on a few songs that are probably going to be um, on the, on the show. Well, two for sure. Okay. Um, that they're going to be on the show, but you'll hear more of me on this show. Yeah, who I so am. So you put more of yourself in, into this I show. I did. I really tried to go a different way and a, with a different approach. Uh, and I get people are busy, right? Uh, but I am the kind of person that I don't want anybody to do anything for free for me. And I'm going to pay you, but I need, I want what I want. And right. I need what I need. Your price is your price, but I, I, I got some things that I, you know, 
I need from you. I need you to keep your schedule. You say you're going to be there. You're going to be there. So um, it's, it's just hard to to find people who love what you do as much as you do. And I, I'm very serious about my work. Um, so I, I just decided, you know what? I, I'm not going to. I, what you're doing is what you're doing and I'm not going to knock you for that, but I got, I got to take care of business. So I just decided, you know what? It, I'm going to do this myself. The passion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Passion. So yeah, Rhea, Rhea Barker is one that I absolutely love and she's a great, she partnership with her is, is great. So um, she is one that I am going to use on my, on this project. So great. I can't wait to get into this music. So you're going to give us a sample of what we're about to hear. I want to give us the, the name, the title of this song. Okay, so we're just going to give you a little sample of um, Down For You, written by myself. Um, the singer is Rhea Barker out of Nashville. Okay. Down For You. Take one breath Let me breathe with you Take one step And I'll take it to Move for you Let me groove with you Move with you Oh, that's tight. That's real tight. Yeah, she she's <laughs> absolutely yeah, sexy. It's, right, right. And the, the vibe, yeah. everything is going on in there. So how did you come about writing that? How did you come about that title down for you? Well, I have this amazing husband, right? His name is Stacy Perrier. And um I just try to be I had he always has my back, right? You always got my back. Right, so, right, right. Um, I'm gonna always be down for you, like so. That's how I ended up writing that song because I, you, you actually inspired that song. So I'm gonna always be down for you, dog. Awesome. I take that personally. <laughs> I received that. <laughs> awesome. So hey, with that being said, we got another song that you brought with to the studio, and uh, what's the title of it? Um, man, this song is so hot. Like it is so hot. It is called Trail Full of Tears. And it is it's a different direction. It is it's just one of those funky bad beats. And um when when I heard it, um the first line of it, it just came to me, Trail Full of Tears. So I was like, man, what am I gonna write with this? What it what the So I, you were singing this? Yeah, this okay. is all me. Um I'm not a singer, but I I was like I'm I'm gonna do this, and I had so much fun doing this, and and I remember saying, "Come on, well, uh-uh, I'm ready to go in the studio. I'm ready. I'm ready to go." But I wrote this. It didn't. It did not take a long time to write it, but it was so much fun to do. And um, I, I, that first line was like "Trail Full of Tears," and I use um, the name of the actual beat is "Trail." Of, um, Trail of Tears, and I use so for so for real beats. But soon as I heard it, it, I just took off with the song, and it just yeah. And it's 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 one of those you want to drop it down and break it kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got that beat to it, but it's called Trail Full of Tears. Okay, Trail Full of Tears. Let us let us hear that. 
Off the chain, yeah. And coming in with that vibe like that, yeah. That it, is that it, is tough. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so. Um, yeah. I, I sent it to my choreographer Chanel. I call her Manelli Dance Tube, and she's like, "Um, I thought we was going in another direction." I said, "No, we going back to Memphis Burlesque Part Two. <laughs> part Two. Yeah. So I told her we gonna come back to ear therapy. We must definitely gonna come back to that." So these two of how many songs going to be in this show are originally, all the music is original right. by you. Right. right. Uh, okay. I've, I'm writing everything on this project. I've got one that is called Naked. It's not uh, quite ready. Uh, Rhea, Rhea Barker and myself, I wrote uh, the first two verses and uh, the hook, and then she's going to write the the next verse. So Rhea is working on that and it's called Naked. Now, if you think this last beat was something, mm -hmm. Naked going to blow your mind. It is going to absolutely blow your mind. But yeah, um, it's going to be hot. So with that being said, say in August, tickets go on sale in August. Yep. Are we going to get some more of this before the big show? Or are you planning on doing some, some more little samples or anything? Yeah, I, I want to kind of put the music out there. Uh, I'm not going to sell the music, of course. Um, I'm really not interested in selling the music. I just want to kind of promote the show. Um, of course, if people ask for it, I'm not going to not do that. But that's not the main thing for me. main thing for me is promoting the show. And so... Um, so when you invite be, me back. So we will be hearing oh, yeah. the music oh, yeah. before we, the show. We, I'm going to give you samples of everything that's going to be on the show. The show should be about an hour and a half uh, long, and I believe in, in giving people their money's worth. Uh, but we're going to have a couple of uh, VIP uh, sections. I'll, I've already sold two. So okay. if, uh, yeah, so uh, VIP sections are... Uh, you have to buy the whole section, not just one person at a and time. And already sold too. I already sold too. So you gotta wow. you gotta bring that guap if you want a VIP section and make yourself feel special with an amazing food and drink and yeah, an amazing night. Evening. Yeah, I, I I my plan is to always give you a show, give you your money's worth and then some. So you can expect that because you know it's my coming back. I gotta come back and come out. So when you put that information out, how will people be able to reach you as far as getting tickets or as well as uh, just listening to some of the samples of the music before the full show comes out in December? Okay, so um, we're gonna, I'm going to put together a little sample mix and we're going to put it out there on Facebook. Um, and uh, help me out with what's my 
Instagram. Yeah, man. we're, we're going to do Instagram. It's under Drama Queen Entertainment, and then we'll do Facebook. But I'll put samples of um, the music that's going to be on it. But I haven't picked out everything for sure because I am still writing. I have so much um, in my library, uh, and, and I'm just trying to pick the right music for the show. So I have plenty of music that I've done, but I, I won't stop writing because you – the more you continue to write, the better you get. So, yeah. Right, right, right. So what can you tell uh, people who are or who's interested in creative writing, songwriting, theater, for, from the perspective of where you're coming from in the music industry? So... <sighs> Guys, I did not go to school for this. It was just one of those things that I fell in love with. So if it is something that you absolutely love, um, just 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 do it. Don't worry about it being politically correct or anything like that. Just write, start to write. If you love to write, just write. If you love to sing, just practice singing and taking vocal lessons and stuff like that. I'm just not a singer like that. Uh, I can do some background. I'll sing and then the background. <laughs> I can do that now. I can. You give me a note. I can get. Yeah, I can do that. But I um, absolutely think that you should always follow your heart. Um, and, and if you continue to do that, it does not feel like work. It's passion. It's what you love. So just continue to write. And um, and if you're serious about singing, um, take vocal lessons. And if you're serious about this craft, you just got to just dive into it. Mm-hmm. And just the more you do it, the better you get. Uh, you need to be really, really organized because the logistics, people see the outcome of it, but the logistics, the, the work, man, yes, yes, it work. takes a lot. Um, the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I would suggest always building a team. Build you a team and have designated. And, and, and people who support you, if they love you and support you, then, you know, when I have a team, I have an amazing team and they just make it happen and they make it easy for me. But trying to pull off the logistics, if you don't have the money to go out and pay somebody, you you got to put in the work. And so um, I've been doing this for a while. So it, it it is work for me on the logistics side, but it doesn't feel like work because I love what I do. But just just keep at it and you just, you know, study your craft for sure. Study your craft. That is great. Now, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Talking about Drama Queen Entertainment and your new project that is coming up in in the winter in December. So we are excited about that and can't wait for tickets to go on sale in August. Yeah, me too. As well as more of that sample of your music, man. Yeah, the I'm, two that you brought is yeah. awesome. So we can't wait to hear the whole soundtrack or whatever you're going to allow us to hear before the main show. So we're super excited. Again, thank you, Lashana Perrier, for coming on Spit to the Beat podcast. Thank you. And if you are a singer, songwriter, composer, promoter, manager, you are in the music industry, I would love to have you as my guest. You can email me at spit to the beat, the number two, the beat at gmail.com, or you can give me a call at 901 596-1368. And again, thank you for coming into the studio, Spit to the Beat. And that's a wrap. Attention. Spit to the Beat.
Nobody do it better.